0: Welcome to The Social Hotelier Show. In today's episode, we're going to talk about what happens to tourism businesses that do not listen to the changes in the traveler's habits. There has been so much going on here in the last few weeks, and uh, one month is like an ancient time. And I'm always so happy to welcome a friend of mine who's based in, in Bangalore, Jayen Kola. Jayant's going to share with us some of his thoughts Hey. Hey. You're listening to the Social Hotelier Show, a podcast that inspires hoteliers to create meaningful and memorable experiences for their customers in pursuit of their passion. I'm sitting down with world class speakers leading industry suppliers, top-performing hoteliers, sharing about their inspiration, lessons they learned, and how to make an impact. My name is sam Eric Rutman, best known for operating and developing hotels in Southeast Asia, Middle East, and North Africa. Currently, I provide global advisory services to redefine new paradigms for hotel businesses so they can maximize their assets. My home base is in Helsinki, Finland, also known as the nature capital of the world. Hello, Jayant, and welcome to the show. Good to see you.
1: Hello, Samarik. Good to see you again. Been a while.
0: Yes, yeah, been a while. Now, before we get started, can you please share with us, uh, who uh, people who don't know you, what are your activities and what is your business?
1: Yeah, so I am the founder partner of this uh, boutique research and consulting firm called Convergence Catalyst. And at Convergence Catalyst, uh, we follow and analyze the technology trends especially of the emerging deep technologies such as uh, you know artificial intelligence machine learning advanced analytics blockchain robotics and internet of things and uh, we you know uh, these and and all uh, you know internet and digital technologies as such and uh, you know these technologies are being adopted and they are you know uh, being used uh, and uh, providing immense amount of uh, value across various industries, not just the core technology industries, right? Uh, you know, across travel and tourism, healthcare, insurance, uh, banking and financial services. Uh, you know, j- you name it, uh, You name an industry today, uh, the digital technologies are uh, are being adopted, and they're making humongous impact. So we follow the uh, technology trends, and by extension, we follow the dynamics in every industry, and we help companies make sense of. Uh, you know uh, these technology uh, trends that their evolution and what it means uh, by the adoption uh, or the lack of it right so uh, we we understand the technologies extremely well their evolution and by extension uh, you know every industry and every sector and every company uh, how how will it impact their business or their product offerings or solutions
0: yeah now if I'm not mistaken uh, Thomas Cook is a hundred and seventy eight years old company. Right. And uh, it was started very traditionally back in the UK by uh, charter train trips for, for workers. And they grew to a phenomenal uh, 9.5 billion US dollar revenue, uh, but the net income was minus 163 million. They were, they were growing, they were amassing all the smaller players to become as big as they, they are or were. Dominating 17 source markets, having 190 of their own branded hotels, a lot of the all-inclusive, the traditional way of uh, traveling for people who do not want to venture themselves uh, in the good old days, you, you go to your uh, travel agent and ask them to book a Thomas Cook trip for you, and, and that is uh, all taken care of. You have your seat on the plane, you have the hotel you have your three meals and all the transfers and all your optional tours are all paid for in advance. And uh, you can just um, focus on on your beautiful uh, holiday in your favorite destination. And during the time I was a general manager, which is of course now the analog era, we were really uh, dictated by uh, some of these big players. Of course, we were relying on their business, that's for granted, but also they were successfully able to negotiate very low rates because we hadn't, at that time, not another way to reach our customers directly except for uh, right. mail service or emails. But that time we were under quite tough contracts that we could not undercut their rates. And if, or there's a, there are always what we call the parity issue. Right. So that, so they were do- dominating during that time. But uh, in the last few years, uh, this has dramatically changed and so the big players like uh, Thomas Cook has been affected. I was just wondering, I mean, I know from the hotel industry that uh, technological investments are uh, are not on the top priority for a lot of hotels because they, one side they don't understand, they don't want to understand it. They figure that if I have a smiling staff, welcoming every guest and and the food is very nice and hot on the plate i think that's good enough but the world has changed and that's not what the customers are expecting but what is your take now on what has happened with the kind of a large businesses and that are folding in such a way because you you've been reading some analysis on this so uh, could you share with us your your thought on this
1: right so it, it, it's always a big, uh, you know, surprise and uh, shock when a 178-year-old institution, you know, falls uh, uh, or is, is, is forced to uh, go out of business, right, or, or is on a shaky ground. Nobody expects them. I mean, the, these are the guys uh, who have built industries, uh, you know, who are synonymous with industries unto themselves. But time and again, we have seen that happen, uh, you know, uh, over and over uh, you know, you're 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 finished. I mean, uh, Nokia comes to mind, uh, right? Uh, you know, I worked with Nokia and and I worked with Motorola as well, the the inventor of cellular phone. And both these companies, being technology companies, uh, you know, uh, were not competitive enough for the for the changes that have happened. And it, all it took was less than you know five to eight years for some of these institutions to uh, to close down. And uh, we are we are seeing that all over the place, and I think, uh, uh, you know, what happened with Thomas Cook uh, is another example of how sometimes uh, these companies become too big and they think they're, uh, they're immune to change or, you know, uh, they believe, and rightly so, for, for so many decades, for so many centuries, for so many years, they've been uh, dictating the business models, the way the industry's been going, uh, you know, their confidence in a way is, uh, you know, is comes from within, but we We are seeing how technology uh, you know or the adoption of technology or the new guy uh, you know it's a David and Goliath story, right? I mean how the new guy is coming and and coming and disrupting. Uh, you know i uh, I remember uh, reading this Bloomberg's analysis as to one of the key reasons uh, for uh, you know thomas cook's uh, uh, you know collapse was essentially the company did not adopt the changing uh, you know, tourists or the travelers, uh, uh, you know, trends or or the you know, uh, and and they did not invest enough or adopt uh technologies uh as as they should have. So the travelers' uh, needs, uh, you know, had changed. Uh, people were booking custom uh, custom trips as uh, as opposed to you know, Thomas Cook was in the business of selling package tours, right? Uh, people and and technology uh, platforms and aggregators uh, today. Uh, are offering, um, you know, individual uh, flights, hotels, tours, and custom, um, uh, custom tours, uh, you know, to people uh, who want it on their own. So if you look at it, the control had moved from the big, uh, you know, tour operator to the actual traveler or the consumer, right? That change, uh, you know, of power or or, uh, 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 or trend, uh, I think some of these big companies don't catch it and Most often than not, these are enabled by technology.
0: You're absolutely right. I mean, something that uh, I love this when people are asking, well, who owns the brand? And uh, the the key is, it's the customer who owns the brand. And you have to always remember that because they can make you or you can make you fail also. And uh, these are a huge lesson to be learned. What has happened to people like Thomas Cook is also very relevant to hotels, for instance, who are traditionally a traditional companies who are face-to-face uh, and they think they are doing a fantastic job when you have a, a smiling welcome and somebody says, have a nice day and the breakfast is very good and so on. Uh, those are only one part of it. That all, all, of course, creates a memorable experience, but how to get the numbers and how to uh, be competitive enough in in the market to get reach those customers, that's the, the key nowadays. And, and that's where perhaps you, one of your uh, thoughts are... What are the kind of technology that you should use, adapt in order to reach the customer better and analyze uh, what their needs are?
1: So uh, if you look at it, uh, Samaric, especially in the travel and tourism industry, the big uh, change over the last few years that we have seen, um, you know, can still be attributed to the generational change. Is the type of the traveler, right? I mean, back in the day, there were two or three big uh, uh you know uh segments of travelers they were uh they were these retirees who would uh, you know uh, uh who would pile up their uh, life savings to go go around the world as tourists okay they were uh, you know typically uh, uh your thomas cook's uh, uh customers or, or the family vacationers okay or the business travelers right now uh, you know and and most of these guys i mean two two of these uh, three uh, segments were uh, uh, tourists and the business travelers uh, you know had a set agenda right so everything about uh, these three seg- uh, segments of travelers was extremely um, predictable right and can be set uh, but over the years if you have seen uh, you know as the millennials came of age okay uh, Tourism has become more of a traveler, uh, you know, traveling and exploration kind of an activity, right? So that you have seen the increase of uh, adventure tourism, right? Or adventure travel, uh, you know, people are traveling to find themselves, people are traveling to explore, right? And, uh, you know, most often than not, what used to be, uh, you know, travel used to be a <clears throat> set planned agen- uh, agenda where people used to save up for it. Here, people are trying to find, uh, uh, you know, with the money that they have they're trying to find the experience that they can get or they they have both a, a preset budget and an experience in mind they're trying to get who who gives them the best deal or the best offer for the budget and because they don't want to wait i mean time is uh you know something that that they don't have they want to do it now but yes. that uh you know that kind of traveler uh, you know has has uh, come of age and these uh, uh, and they have also come of age right at the inflection point of how digital technologies were impacting various industries and uh, the travel and tourism industry as well so if if you look at it the up and coming of uh, the expedia's of the world or or the trivago's of the world or booking.coms and the airbnbs of the world right uh, look at airbnb i mean uh, you know uh, the baby boomers while growing up they were told that never go and stay or uh, in a stranger's house airbnb flipped that i mean and yes. that's thanks to the millennials who are uh, couch surfing and airbnb i mean they uh, you know they said it's fine i mean uh, there is this uh, you know global platform which is ensuring that uh, i am always available thanks to my mobile uh, uh, gps uh, you know uh, tracking and uh, you know they are ensuring that uh, this person's uh, room uh, in the house Okay, is available and that person will be held accountable all through digital technologies, right? Even though uh, nobody has met them uh, face to face, that accountability has been enabled by digital technologies, right? So all of a sudden, you know, a room in a house has become a hotel for a traveler, and that has changed the revenue model and the business model. So people, when they travel, they don't have to stay in hotels anymore; they they're staying in other people's houses and that has uh, you know provided a different experiential kind of traveling so these are some of the you know uh, changes that we have seen and uh, you know uh, enabled or powered by uh, the rise of digital technologies okay uh, that have uh, impacted uh, the traveling trends the the preferences okay and also catered to uh, catered to people's uh, needs and demands
0: yeah i i totally understand what you're saying and one of the things i uh, in preparation for our uh, discussion, I was in touch with a friend of mine who is based in, uh, in Dubai and doing business in Saudi Arabia. Right. Saudi Arabia, who, who know Saudi Arabia, it's considered to be a very conservative society. And traditionally, uh, Saudi Arabia and also in, in Kuwait, for example, uh, people are using an actual travel agent. It's an office where somebody's sitting behind a desk and they right. go there and and the, the book things for them. That has been the way in the past, where they organize all the ticketing and the, the travel itineraries, everything. But that has also changed. Where with the mobile technologies, you have everything on your fingertips. And I would say that in, in the Middle East there are very. Uh, the the mobile generation I mean everyone that is on the mobile phone usually they have two in their hand one for the phone call and the second one is for for other uh, for uh, for surfing and also to, for bookings and now they are doing exactly what you are talking about they are they are not afraid about going to an Airbnb experience they are searching on the very short lead time because lead time is is very short usually of their interest to when they are, they have time to travel and uh, they are then searching and finding the right deal for their hotel room, flights, and and everything. And the thing is that what I heard from a friend of mine, one of the leaders now in terms of uh, who are benefiting also from the way things people are booking is Booking.com. Because Booking.com has taken the whole booking experience to a, a different level, and that's where we could talk about the the Amazons and Netflix of this world who are in a way helping you to tailor, make your experience because they have all the algorithm. They, they can suggest, they're starting to suggest for you all kind of things you you like to do based on what you have been surfing on your web before. So they, you know, they have that you, you've been la- leaving a lot of data behind you and they are picking up on this and and you're, they're recommending a lot of nice things for you, isn't right. it? Yes. So, um, what comes to my mind in one way is that it uh, comes down to uh, hotels and uh, small, smaller businesses. I, I thought, but well, if I would be in the same situation, uh, what would I do to rethink how my business model I, I should do? And I thought about this something I learned in, in university it was the SWOT analysis. Yes. <laughs> we used to do a SWOT every year. And in fact, in the hotels where I worked, we did a SWOT, but we did the SWOT. <laughs> problem right you only get the answers you want to hear here but i think that in reality the one the information you should be getting in your SWOT analysis is what the customer says about you yeah whether what your strengths are your weaknesses True. threats and then you of course should figure out what are the opportunity by listening to what the customer has to say what do you yeah. think about that
1: Totally agree. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, SWOT analysis is an age old management tool that is, uh, you know, that is relevant uh, across uh, industry sectors and, and at all stages of growth, right? Uh, you know, to to your point, uh, you know, earlier you asked what kind of uh, technologies, uh, you know, helped uh, get to where we are in the travel and tourism industry and, and what has changed. And, and you yourself have given an example of how things have changed in Saudi Arabia, right? I mean, it's essentially, the mobile, not, with the mobile device technology, this, this thing in your hand, uh, you know, is more powerful than the computer that sent the man to the moon 50 years ago. It's, it's faster than the supercomputer of the 80s. It's all in your hand. And then the wireless technologies, they have gotten faster. I mean, surfing on, in, on your mobile device is possible thanks to 3G and 4G, which are which are less than a decade old, right? And the mobile apps, which are only a few years old, Right. So these are some of the technologies. And if you look at it constantly, what these technologies have been doing is they've been cutting the middlemen, right? Uh, in any industry, you know, across the value chain, there exists a number of middlemen. Uh, the, the tour operators or the travel, uh, you know, agent is, is one such guy. And uh, the Expedia's and the booking.coms of the world have, have done exactly that. Thomas Cook, when it grew, even though it's a 178-year-old uh, organization, when it grew, it depended on... Uh, a swath of, uh, these middlemen, such as booking agents, right. Uh, uh, for them to g- generate business for them. And these, uh, digital technology platforms, the Expedia's of the world have cut, cut those guys off the, uh, of the, um, you know, radar. And, uh, you know, to your point, the SWOT analysis, absolutely true. I mean, <laughs> every, every business, every company needs to do that. And, uh, with the evolving technologies, uh, you know, how they can, uh, be bettered. How they can be improved. And one thing is for a uh, 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 you know I keep seeing this uh, trend. Especially I work a lot with uh, you know startups and young companies. Every uh, you know startup, nine out of the t- ten startups that I work with across industries, across sectors, the the model that they look at is trying to cut the middleman out. I mean, yeah. be it uh, you know in agriculture, in travel and tourism, in healthcare, in insurance. Okay, insurance agents, uh, you know, uh, these days are, are are trying to find themselves uh, new careers and new jobs, right? So uh, this is going to be a trend, whether we like it or not. So, if, uh, you know, technologies and technology-based destruction is going to hit uh, those guys in the value chain who are in the middle, not the source of the, uh, the consumer or the economic buyer. And most importantly, what is very important for the source or the service provider is to be very sensitive to the changing needs uh, and the changing power dynamic, uh, you know, in the equation going uh, uh, to the consumer, right? I mean, uh, the economic buyer is getting more and more uh, you know, power. We, you, you mentioned Airbnb and Netflix, right? Netflix, what did it do? It actually gave the power of choice of on-demand video uh, into the consumer's hand. Earlier, you know, when, when you had TV broadcast, 500 channels, 800 channels, it was still broadcast. I mean, uh, you know, whatever was coming at prime time at 9 p.m. in the night, you were forced to watch it. But with now with Netflix, okay, you can watch what you want when you want it. So that little change in power. So that is the second dynamic that we're seeing that these technologies are adopting. And that uh, that is a common uh, trend that uh, most of the, the companies, uh, you know, especially the big companies in different industries and sectors need to be aware and sensitive about that. The power of, you know, and the freedom of choice is actually going down to the uh, end consumer. These guys don't, like you earlier mentioned uh, on this podcast, uh, you know, the companies don't own the consumer anymore. The consumers, individuals of them, millions of them, billions of them own the own the company right now.
0: Very good. On that note, I think we will, uh, in our next episode, we're going to talk about something more. What is happening to those big companies that are have been covering the market, uh, who are making huge commissions out of business with the small suppliers so uh, thank you very much uh, JNth, and uh, i will welcome you back for the next episode we will talk about uh, the likes of netflix and all your rooms and etc and booking.coms and see yeah. how that is affecting not only the consumer but actually the, the service provider thanks for joining us this week on the social hotelier show Make sure to visit our website, b8bhospitality.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes or Spotify, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.